the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8867. In fact, Ann and Scrubby are on the line already, so we're going to go talk to Ann. Oh, you're not hearing? Okay, let's see. If I do up, uh, oh, that helps? Okay. 308-8867. Ann, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. Thank you very much for taking my call. I have an old St. Augustine or carpet grass lawn, and it isn't wonderful anymore, but it's decent. And I've maintained it and watered it. I've fertilized it in the spring. In June, I applied triazicide, which was supposed to take care of grubs and chinchbirds. About three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, I noticed a few little circular patches that all of a sudden were brown, and I thought, uh-oh. But they haven't grown, and I've noticed in walking over the lawn that there is a good bit of, of dead grass under the uh, top green spread of, of lawn. And I just I don't know what's causing it. If the triazicide worked, it, it shouldn't be cinch, cinch bugs or grubs. And I'm, I'm wondering if you can tell me what it is and whether I need to worry about it. Or I've noticed a few green sprigs growing back out over the patches. Maybe it'll just heal itself. Sounds like a brown patch. Is it? Are, are they low spots? The round areas? No. Uh, no, they're just in in the lawn. They're not low. Just uh, several spots in the lawn. And they're not spreading, she said. They're not spreading. They've got a nice round shape. Uh, A few of them do. In some of the areas, I just have maybe a strip of what looks like just dead grass, and I'm wondering if it's just age, something I can't take care of, or uh, does the triazicide work for chinch bugs and grubs? Oh, yeah. Now, the the chinch bugs, the damage there would be in the hottest part of the lawn, say, right against the sidewalk or, yeah, or well, that's, out in that's the hot not part. Even, yeah, that's not true. So it isn't chinch bugs, and I guess it's not grubs, so I don't know what well, it is. Yeah. But uh, it's not just, um, you've had plenty of water. I have watered it have pretty you? faithfully. How Hello? big are the spots? Oh, uh, probably two uh, feet plate? across. 
two feet diameter. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, my they're goodness. they're. I think it is long. They're patches. I think you may have more than one uh, issue there. Uh, how, how often are you watering? I water every week. Of course, I didn't water this last week. I got 14 inches of rain. But I have watered pretty <laughs> oh, faithfully, okay. and, and I leave the sprinklers on for about an hour, an hour and a half at a time. So okay. I, I don't think well, that, that I've to... let it get too dry. Um, I'm, I'm thinking it is, you know, you may have more than one, one thing there, your diagnosis of chinch bugs may have been accurate, um, especially during that three-month period when we had almost no rain and all that heat. We saw a lot of them. Uh, but what you're seeing now sounds sounds like uh, brown patch, which is a fungus disease, and it, it, it's the one that does the round. And, uh, you know, it's it's usually starts in gen, gen, low spots that stay wet a while, yeah, no, Sometimes that's not you can't, the case can't detect that they're that they're real low, but um, and the the way you you can you can you can apply a fungicide to that and it'll stop the spread, but if it's already stopped, you just have to give it some time. And okay. with brown patch, the middle starts to uh, repair itself. You start seeing green grass in the middle of it. Um, and then it spreads spreads out from there. So the so the whole well, the roots wouldn't would, be would killed apply, and it, would, it wouldn't be disconnected. Would this apply also to the the ground un, the brown underneath the dead grass underneath the top surface of live grass? Um, the, the, you're talking about something like thatch. Yeah, that's what it Sounds looks like, like it's but I didn't think you got grass, thatch yeah. with St. Augustine. Well, not not normally, not usually. Yeah. Uh, um, not not to the point that it does any damage. Do you yeah, have any do you have any kind of a lawn fungicide at home? No, but I can Anything. get some. I, I don't. Uh, how, how much of the area you said there are 2 feet yeah, there are just uh, three or four. I have a rather large lawn. There are only three or four circular patches. There are some of the okay, little Okay, I, I, I think I would invest in some uh, F -stop. fungicide, yeah, F-Stop, or I uh, can't even remember the other brands anymore. Yeah. Uh, the F stop is a good one, yeah. Okay. What, what um, about the underlying most of the dead soil, grass? Most of the soil fungicides work for okay. the disease. F-stop's a real good one. Well, I can do that. What about the underlying dead grass and overall in the lawn? I don't think I'd worry about it. No, I, don't, I wouldn't either. I, generally, it de decomposes so fast here, especially now that we're starting to get some rain okay. and moderate temperatures. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I didn't you're, not, you're not in San Antonio, are you? Where no. are you? Located. Uh, and you and you, got you know, that much I, rain. I don't. I don't try to have the the best lawn in the neighborhood. I just want a decent lawn. I'm not a, you yeah. know. <laughs> okay. What part of the world? What part of the world do you live in, Ann? I live between New Braunfels and Seguin. 
Okay. Okay. Wow, and they got 14 yeah, inches. That's okay. Really good soil. All right. Thanks, Ann. Tell us yeah, what happens. Yeah. Get a yeah. Get one of those fungicides like F stop, and that that'll stop the disease, and it'll okay. gradually heal up again. Sorry, you're subjected to so many lawn diseases at once. Well, this lawn is almost lawn, 50 years old. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've been lucky to have it. Thanks, Ann. You take care. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Good All luck. right. That'll free up a line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Scrubby's on the line. Scrubby, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm splendid. How about yourself? Good, good. How can we help you? Uh, well, I've got a technical problem, I guess. I've got a, a little grove of uh, mountain laurels, and they're thriving. And uh, But this year I noticed that uh, one of them's putting off something that looks like a corn tassel, about 8 or 10 inches long and kind of fuzzy. It looks like, uh, you know, what a date palm bloom looks like. Right. It looks like that. And uh, But the thing blooms normally, and it's got seeds on it and stuff, but... This is kind of weird. It's about eight or ten of them hanging off, and they're, uh, they're ten inches long. They look like a corn tassel. Yeah, well, that's uh, next year's blooms. Oh, it is? Yeah. Don't don't okay, cut well, those off. No, I don't. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to cut them off. Uh, I was going to wait and see what happened. Uh, yeah, that's that's next next year's bloom. Is that I'll be darned. Yeah. I wonder why I hadn't seen it in all these years. I don't know. It's uh, people are people are funny about that thing, but uh, they all have that. Uh, the year before, a lot a lot of people remove them, Never. see them, and, and don't know what they are, and and cut them off. So uh, that's a problem. Mm, yeah, well, I'm not Just, usually afraid of things I don't understand. But uh, I do have a an little humorous aside for your uh, uh, some of your uh, people that might be having spots brown spots in their lawn. I uh, I took a tip from Jerry a couple of years ago, and I had a bunch of brown spots, and uh, I went inside and uh, participated in one of my other hobbies for a while. And while I was musing on the problem, the thing got covered with uh, horse herb. And I've been happy ever since. Horse herb? Yeah. It's really, the horse herb really responded to that rain we had. Between rain lilies and horse herb, our our lawns, those of our lawns that are uh, not real thick with uh, San Augustine or Bermuda grass are uh, thick with those two uh, winter weeds now, so... Well, they they're, they're taking over. Everything loves that rainwater. I mean, my, my, uh, yeah. that post, my, that post. Well, I the good news on the growing. horse herb is that it mows pretty well. It grows fast now. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but it uh, mows every day, too. <laughs> well, as Jerry once told me when I was given a presentation to, uh, recommending to people in the men's garden club that they mow their lawns more often, Jerry supported me by saying, "Yeah, you guys all need the exercise." So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he's probably right about me needing exercise. Uh, look, you guys, I appreciate what you're doing and uh, hang in there. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, I hope, sir. Good I hope question. Thanks. 
All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. Okay, let me borrow your headphones. Okay, um, now I'm... I heard that pretty fair. Okay, okay, give me your headphones. All right. All right. So you... All right. This is good radio. You take these. All right. You take these. Oh, man. You're going to be tangled. Yeah, I am going to be tangled. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866 hear you, Melton. That's good. That's, that's all I need you to hear is me. So 308-8867, the number to call now. I need to find the uh, other headphone jack, and we're okay. There it is. All right. So, uh, gentlemen, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, this is perfect tomato fruit setting. Temperature, weather temperature. So uh, if you if you've had tomatoes blooming and they haven't set fruit, if they're the hybrids, the recommended hybrids for this area, uh, this week you will start setting some yeah, little got baby fruit. BHN 968, uh, 1823s, and tycoons are setting fruit now too. Oh yeah, everything. Should still, be. still not the. Uh, the Crush? Celebrity or... Ruby Crush? Ruby Crush isn't yet, but, it's a, you know, that was planted a little later. Yeah. And Surefire, blooming up a storm. Yeah. Looking good, but... And we've still got, for those of you who've been waiting for this cool weather, and it's supposed to get cooler uh, toward the middle of this week. Yeah, maybe even some more rain. And maybe some Wouldn't more rain. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I hesitate to mention rain and water. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't think they're listening to us in Houston. but Well, uh, Wilson got in. That lady that just called in said she got 13 inches. 13 inches. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, uh, Rockport. Yeah, yeah. So did your did your house make it okay in Rascal Hit uh, yeah, the house itself did. Of course, there's no electric electricity or water, but every single oak tree and palm tree in the area was flattened. Yeah, I just can't quite understand that why they went down. I guess the winds must have been, you know, yeah, they're yeah. they're swept back because of the coast, mm-hmm. and I, they must have got winds from the non-prevailing direction that just you know took them all down you've been down there no judy judy went yesterday but uh terry lewis um who has a place in the same complex sent pictures back okay yeah so it's oh and of course the fishing pier is just gone devastated yeah, yeah. gone but anyway, we've got a good supply of tomatoes left out here, and and even even gallons. Out. And yeah, and they can yeah they can take a choice now. We're getting we're getting to the point where on some varieties, especially, you're really gambling on the weather. But these one gallon containers, I mean, these are as big as my plants that have been in the ground for oh yeah six eight weeks. Uh, and then the I I still think you probably got. Time, especially on those fast producers. Oh what, yeah. What do we got over there? We got Cher, uh, Ruby Crush, Ruby Crush, Surefire, Surefire, uh, Roma Surprise, Roma Surprise, 
And uh, I guess Tycoon. Oh, Lavaca. Lavaca. There you go, Lavaca. And, uh, yeah, somebody uh, I was talking to, a gardener, and they were just raving about uh, Roma Surprise. <laughs> Yeah, which is, I mean, which is certainly the probably the one of the most dependable in terms of it's going to produce lots of fruit. Yeah. Before the freeze, but uh, she she liked the flavor and the juiciness, everything. So. Of Roma Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we we uh, call it Roma Su- Surprise because most Romas are kind of bland, you know, used in cooking and things like that, but. Um, we discovered this one in our trial. Last year we reminded everybody that even if Romas are not your favorite, a aroma harvesting aroma is better than not having anything. So, That's right. And, so. and and these those four that we mentioned should have uh, red ripe tomatoes on the vine by, thank- by, by Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, even, even our, with even with the four inch plants. Yeah, that's our goals. So and, uh, this weather is right on time. Yeah, I mean, there's cool, and yeah, cool seventy degrees at night. Oh yeah, get them in though. Get them in as quick as you can. It really, and the selection is huge. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter the daytime temperature. In other words, if it gets over ninety or whatever. But that cool nighttime temperature is the one that is what's going. Yeah, it is nice in the morning too when you get up oh, and yeah. the temperatures are not. You still you don't get blasted by the heat like we did for a while. Um, the I, oh, so so we want Ruby uh, people to try Ruby Crush in containers because it's a true determinate type of plant. Uh, so people that have containers in the on the patio and whatever, give Ruby Crush a, a try this year, and uh, and of course all those that we named are smaller. Smaller growing plants, except uh, tycoon, of course. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll tell you how the Children's Gardening Workshop went. We'll tell you how uh, the new uh, gardening workshop is coming up. Next week with David Rodriguez. Yeah, Mary had a big smile on her face, so yeah. I take it that it was very successful. Yeah, I think it was too. Back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Want to tell you what's happening next Saturday at Millburgers? Next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be on hand and he'll be covering Fall Vegetable Gardening Part 1 and 2. Cover the whole gamut from 10:30 until noon. So, no reservation needed. Just come on out and enjoy it Saturday, September 9th. David Rodriguez right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Bring a pen, paper, and lots of questions. And this Saturday when you come on out to Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some of your favorites. Like, you ready for this? Meyer Lemon and Mexican Lime on sale in the 12-inch pot, regularly $39.99, now just $22.88. That's a savings of 40%. You'll save on Dwarf Katie Mexican Petunia, Lantana, and the Fall Mums are already here and already on sale in the 6-inch pot for just $3.99 at Millburgers. 
Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson, and my guest this week is Brandon Moore Rodriguez with the United Way of San Antonio. This Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Here's what I know about my listeners in San Antonio and the Hill Country. This is Larry Elder. You are intelligent, you do your research, and you hate leaving money on the table. If you're thinking about selling your home in this hot market, I'm about to help you keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. Call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low-set fee program, as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit, no matter what your house is on the market for. And tell me, why is that fair? Why does a $500,000 homeowner pay $18,000 more in commission? than a $200,000 home. Did the realtor do $18,000 more in service? I doubt it. With Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell, you'll get Sergio's 20-plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Here's the number. It's 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for help you sell. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210 210- Seven three six thousand. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. Hugh Hewitt sees an epidemic coming from 24-hour news. I really do believe that the culture of cable news is killing the ability to have a conversation and is fueling anger, as Twitter does, as social media does. It's not President Trump's exclusive domain to tweet out at people. It happens a lot. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Are we hearing? <sighs> Can you hear, Jer? Yeah. Huh. You can't hear? Okay. Hello. No. You still Casting. Yeah, we, we, we hear you just fine. I don't know how to fix you here. There anything helping here? All right, three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven, the number to call, three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay here. Oh, okay. Toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh okay, that was me. And uh give us a call, be a part of the show, three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Anything? Yeah. 
Uh, I can hear Jerry. That's okay. good. Good. That's all. You don't need to hear me. Yeah. Well, there's nobody else talking, Calvin. That's why you can hear me. We got Joy on the line. Let's see if you can hear Joy at 308-8867. Hi, Joy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. And are you able to hear me? Yes, I am. Oh, not Calvin. He can't hear you. Well, he's the one I need to ask the question to. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Maybe you can trans- translate or something. The, the, okay. the reason it ha- the reason I called last week and and spoke with Dr. Finch about uh, water catchment systems and having it an in ground uh, system put in, and he mentioned that he was looking into doing the same thing. Well, I'm getting nowhere fast, and what I wanted to know was, Dr. Finch, if you're looking into getting a, a rain harvesting system. Who are you contacting? What places? I called Saws, and Saws gave me the politically correct answer of, oh, he couldn't possibly help you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, she's she's wondering who you're dealing with for your underground uh, irrigation system. I'm sorry? Your water catchment. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's, She's called last week. And uh, have you contacted anybody about uh, putting in your water catchment system? Oh, yeah. Well, I put in the the water catchment system. Okay. Now, and then I called in a Santorini Water System recommended a a contractor. And I called him in, and I'm waiting for his bid. Okay. That. Well, that was my question. Who, who is Dr. Finch? Who are you contacting uh, about doing this kind of work? Because obviously you've been more successful than I have. I want to do the same thing, and, and if there's several, that's okay too. Yeah. Did so. In, I ended up having to have two different contractors. The rainwater catchment person or company came from. Uh, oh gosh small town outside of Austin and then the the uh, irrigation contractor is uh, is from San Antonio area and, and that I found him through the San Antonio water system one of their uh, conservation aides well they wouldn't uh, give me any name so can you give me the name of who they gave you yeah you can't you know I can if I oof. I was going to say as soon as I look on my phone, but um, he forgot his phone. I forgot my phone today. Uh, uh, let's see. It may well, let's come. See. There's may tomorrow. Come to You're going to be on but the air tomorrow. What I can do if you'll leave your phone number with uh, this with the station. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put you on hold, and Shemaya no, will take I'll your tell phone you what. number. I tell you, oh. if you don't mind, I'd rather call back tomorrow because I don't carry a cell phone, so I don't want to put you through trying to catch me. And okay. if, if you would, I'll call back tomorrow. That's no problem with okay. me. Or the, or the other the option is to send me, I don't know, do you have an, an email you could send me? I don't, my do you do email, email address is Joy? pretty public. So. Yeah, I'll just call back tomorrow. And Okay, who, okay. Who and so you're counting on me to remember my phone by tomorrow. <laughs> Well, I think I will because I'm having so much trouble hearing uh, he- hearing the, uh, yeah, the call-ins that I'll hopefully learn my lesson and will remember. Did, we'll did remind him, Joy. 
Did you say I didn't understand you? The name of the contractor out of Austin that you were using? No, I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, I can okay. remember. Oh, oh you uh, can? Wa- uh, water Harvest. Uh, I can remember the representative, James Grizzard. Uh, Harvest, Harvest Rain company, and it's a, it's out of a little town that starts with D. That's, that's, a lot of uh, water issues. Uh, that Harvest. that may come, Jerry and if I, Jerry and I think about it, I re- may remember that before the show's over. But did you say if not, bo- I'll get both of those. Tomorrow. Rain. G R A I N. No, as in rain from the sky. Oh, rain. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I missed that. That's entirely. okay. Harvest rain. <laughs> okay. And, uh, um, okay, but I'll, uh, yeah, he'll try, I'll, he'll really remember. I'll work on it and try to remember. You, you, you'll have till tomorrow to work on it, <laughs> and I'll give you folks a call back tomorrow so you'll have a little time to find the okay. stuff. Okay. I then, know it's uh, out of the blue. That's Melton, you, you make a point of, uh, putting down her number and if i've forgotten tomorrow then we'll quick click her off so that we won't be embarrassed again oh okay (laughs) (laughs) thanks joy okay thank you very much i I appreciate any help you can get because i thought this was going to be easy i didn't realize that it's sort of you can't get there from here or something well it is it is tough i think it's a tough business you got to be really well organized and there's more opportunity for folks outside of uh, the urban area on yeah. rainwater catchment so that's part of it it did take a it did take a long while to uh, to get my after I enlisted the contractor accepted the bid it did take a long time uh, for them to get the work done but it looks good now is They've it got an a good reputation or an above ground system it's in ground in, well, I'm sorry. Is it an in-ground system or above ground? Oh, uh, it's above ground. It's a big, uh, one of those big silver tanks. Looks really nice. Doesn't have to work. It just looks kind of cool out there, you know. Well, I, I can't. <laughs> 20, have 25, that. Minus 2,500 gallons, which is enough for uh, gardens, uh-huh. but not enough for lawns, of course. Well, uh, no, I have to have an in-ground. Homeowner says it, they, I can have one if it's in-ground, but cannot have an above-ground. So, Well, I bet you, though, that, that if they can't help you, they'll find somebody that can. Yeah, and yeah that's, and, that's, that's the hope, because even if and they Sa- just... And Sauce has some, um, oh, some rebate help, too. I'm, no, they don't. I'm not, I'm not going to qualify for it, because it has to be a... Uh, just a, you can't have a backup uh, wa- wa- uh, municipal water system. You, you have to have you have to have your rainwater catchment be your only source for watering the garden. I but, see. But I mean, you, it's worth checking out anyway. Well, I did so, check uh, out, and uh, they told me there was nothing for not putting in a lawn, and there was nothing for putting in an underground. Well, garden. you weren't ornery to them, were you? Pardon. <laughs> you weren't ornery to them, were you? Oh no, I was trying to be very nice and polite, <laughs> but I just, you know, just said you, no. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll get the, I was I'll get really the information. Calvin will do some research for you. Thanks. <laughs> okay, Thank I'll, you, I'll get off and quit griping. Thank you very You're much. You're okay. No, help. no, no. We just we're we'll, we'll teasing. Some we're teasing you, George. <laughs> you take care. I, 
I know, but it is kind of griping, and I know folks don't like to listen to that. So thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Bye-bye. Joe. Bye. You take care. All right, 308-8867. No, we don't mind griping. Call us all you want. 308-8867. griping. Oh, <laughs> especially if they're griping about Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, we don't mind that. Oh, poor Calvin. This hearing thing's going to be its gonna be a long show. Uh, All right, 308 8867. Was it last weekend they were griping about the. Uh, oh, I guess that's the point of the uh, firebush. Right. Firebush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why, why are you saying that deer eat the firebush all the time? I said, well. Because uh, they do in your neighborhood, huh? Or, or they, yeah, they did. They do, huh? If they do it, but, it, you know, Jerry brings this point up quite a bit. That what, what happens is you draw a conclusion. Sometimes you draw it based on what somebody else has said. Right. You, quite often they're a reliable person, but, uh, or, or sometimes they aren't as reliable, or situations change. So it'd been, it's been like 10 years, and uh, when I... Last put firebush out, and it got eaten at that time. But uh, for a week now, it's out, been out there and hasn't been eaten. So we'll see how long that continues. I didn't, I didn't spray any liquid fence on it. Okay. Hmm. But the deer in my neighborhood, and I think most of the neighborhoods in the region, are occupied with horse herb and every other. Yeah, weed that they, yeah, plenty of stuff that they tender stuff that they can eat. Yeah, even our fa- Jerry, our our favorite uh, cat's claw vine, the new growth. There, yeah, I saw them eating some of that new growth off of there, which is unusual. Usually they don't touch that thing. Hmm. What, Milton? Uh, no, what's that? Oh, I, I, I just said humph. Oomph. Oomph. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. And uh, I forgot the name of the woman that called in with the, uh, I got a, a couple other people that liked that call, that, uh, the woman that was calling you about the firebush. So um, she should call in and find out how, you're, uh, you, how it's going. I guess you told her, but... Anyway, or how hers is doing. 308-8867. 308-8867. I got a note from uh, Leon Maka, uh, who used to be the, uh, he's retired now, but he used to be the president of uh, Greenleaf Nursery over around, over around, uh, uh, over around Houston. And uh, so... Uh, Got some good news that uh, that uh, a place called Tree Town in Glen Flora uh, was being inundated by water, but that Greenleaf, uh, where we get a lot of our uh, citrus for having the past, got a lot of our citrus from, and and some of our unusual plants, so the the one there that's still producing. Uh, uh, the yellow, the yellow rose, uh, Grandma's yellow, and uh, worked with us, works with us closely on, and were the producers of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Blue Angel Althea. But anyway, they came through the storm very well over there, so uh, we were glad to hear that. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Look at that, casual. Do we have a question? Come on up. 
Yeah, sure. Come on up. Can we ask it on the air? I guess. I feel like it It's not a dumb question. I'm the only one that asked the dumb question. He used here. to make everybody ask it on the air, and then and somebody <laughs> threw the microphone right. at him and you, ran you away. You ask on the air, and then if we don't like it, I'll just go to break, okay? So I'll look at these guys. So let's, let's <laughs> so, Okay, so you're on the air. Go ahead. And what's, and, what's your and question? We hardly on? ever make fun of anybody. What's your question on? Okay, my question is, I have the... Um, the, uh, the red yucca, is that what they're called? Right. And they didn't bloom this year. I have about a dozen on my property, all but only one bloomed, and I, I don't have any idea why. So I emailed my question to Texas A&M, and they didn't give me any kind of an answer. But there was also a lot of in my neighborhood that didn't bloom. So we should, should we go to break? I, Can we answer this? There's no deer. You don't have deer there, do? They're in my backyard. My 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 guess, because mine didn't bloom. I've okay. I've been crediting the freeze. Freeze. Okay. Because the buds, you know, it's just like a fruit tree. Those buds are in the making there someplace, and I, and I think it is. There is a little sensitive to cold because it's tough to grow it much further north. Yeah. But I'll, I'll bet next year you'll get a okay. a bonanza. I just was wondering because there's two that were right next to each other. One bloomed and the other didn't. So it was yeah. the freeze, you think? Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because uh, I think that there's a lot of folks that are in the same same boat out there. Um, okay. the, the, the hot weather wouldn't have bothered it. It would have been, yeah. Okay. So Don't take it personal. It's nothing personal. Here. Oh, I don't take it personal. I just thought it was bizarre <laughs> because my hummingbirds <laughs> love them. Yeah. And so, you know, that was it. Well, thank you. You did great. All right. Yeah, it wasn't Bye. bad. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Oh, we're going to talk about you when you leave. Just, we wouldn't do it now. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening next Saturday at Millburgers. Next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be on hand, and he'll be covering Fall Vegetable Gardening Part 1 and 2. Cover the whole gamut from 1030 until noon. So, no reservation needed. Just come on out and enjoy it. Saturday, September 9th, David Rodriguez right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Bring a pen, paper, and lots of questions. And this Saturday, when you come on out to Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some of your favorites. Like, you ready for this? Meyer Lemon and Mexican Lime on sale in the 12-inch pot. Regularly $39.99, now just $22.88. That's a savings of 40%. You'll save on Dwarf Katie Mexican Petunia, Lantana, and the Fall Mums are already here and already on sale. In the 6-inch pot for just $3.99 at Millburgers Land. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Carol Zornio, we talk a lot about caregiving on Caregiver SOS on air, but what is it? 
Caregiving is caring for a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing, dressing, buying groceries, medical appointments. If you do any of those things, you're a caregiver. And how can this program help? Caregiver SOS On Air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists, doctors, the latest information on caregiving right here on KLUP. And one of the things we learn from so many folks is they fail to ask for help when they need it. Well, caregivers do need help. We don't like to ask for help, but we need it. And you'll get tips on how to ask for help and how to have a better life as a family caregiver. Plus, there's a great website you can go to, caregiversos.org. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 930 a.m., The Answer. Join Salem Media Group and Michael and Dr. Diane Medved for a special event. Patriots Day, September 11th in San Antonio, held at Magnolia Hall. The VIP event starts at 6. A night with the Medved starts at 7, including a spirited question and answer period. Fan club members get a special price. Tickets are available now. Go to 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and Big State Financial. Did you know that the average family visits five websites before booking a vacation rental? With all this searching from site to site, it can take hours, if not days, to find the perfect place to stay. This is not the ideal way to start your vacation. Save time and money today by visiting Tripping.com, the world's largest vacation rental search engine. Vacation rentals are the perfect option for families, groups, and even solo travelers. They're more affordable than hotels, offer way more space, and come with perks like free Wi-Fi, park fully stocked kitchens, backyards, and hot tubs. And Tripping.com is the fastest and easiest way to find the perfect place for you. Simply type in your destination, and Tripping.com shows you all available properties from the top vacation rental sites, so you can search and compare listings all in one place. Visit Tripping.com to find the best vacation rental for your family. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G.com. To find a place to stay, go to Tripping.com today. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, on a pretty day out here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And we uh, hope you'll come out and visit with us. You can ask your gardening question in person, and uh, there are no dumb questions. That's limited to me, so uh, don't even worry about it. 308-8867. If you just want to give us a call and be a part of the show, 308-8867. That lady was talking about uh, the hummingbirds on the on the uh, on our yucca, and uh, you remember last week we were talking about the Hummer Festival in uh, mm-hmm. in Rockport, and uh, Dennis uh, sent us uh, a deal that the 29th annual Hummer Bird Celebration will be on our was scheduled to be on September 14th through 17th. Oh. Yeah. So oh. that's less than less than two weeks away. I bet they'll can't have to and cancel. They'll probably it. have to cancel it. Yeah, because I the, mean, the uh, hummingbirds are wondering what the hell's going on when yeah. they're coming down there in all those houses. The auditor the little the auditorium, is flattened there at the the one on the coast. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of the um, well facilities 
I don't know about the hotels and motels. I yeah. haven't heard anything about them. But a lot of the restaurants were affected. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. We, we, anybody down there that can hear Next us, year. Next year. Next year. Uh, you know, they always put up a bunch of hummingbird feeders, too, down there. So, and we can do that here too, gang. You know, the hummingbirds are are a lot of. There's a lot of them here in San Antonio right now. They oh. may be refugees from the the flooding. There you too. go. So I hope they didn't have to fly down there and then all of yeah, them see all the, the way back. Going yeah, and have to fly all the way back. Yeah, and uh, temporary have find temporary sugar water feeders. You know, so <laughs> that they could get to the permanent. But. Yeah. Anyway, I also got this question from uh, somebody who wanted to know. Well, first of all, they were looking. I, I meant to ask. Uh, we meant to ask Trace when he comes up here. Uh, somebody's looking for a desert willow. Uh, that, uh, and I think I think we we care Bubba here, desert willow. But I was I, trying I to remember if I saw a couple of them. Yeah. A while back. This has not been exactly uh, desert willow weather, no, no. but uh, they, I wouldn't be surprised if we do have them right now, even. And then the same person uh, asked if uh, more grande hibiscus is, is patented or trademarked, and it's not. Uh, we, we considered that uh, when we put it on the market, but... Uh, uh, since it was developed on city property, and it would be, it would have been such a hassle to to do that, uh, so we just gave it to the public, uh, uh, botanical garden, gave it to the general public. And Ma- and uh, Milton brought up the issue last week that uh, that his his reluctant blooming crepe myrtles started blooming. And he, mm-hmm. he thinks a lot of them around town probably. Had the same response. I think you're probably right. Are you seeing them now? Lot, yeah, seen, seen a little, noticing a lot more. And then I, I saw, like Jerry mentioned, the paving, the blooms uh, yeah. from the red. I mean, just like, uh, like you know, just with straight edges because on the tar it covered it on the lawn. It, it right. didn't see it, but it was really, really a pretty spectacular uh, situation. So they're bloom they're blooming all over town. This seems to be the, the nice warm weather and lots of moisture. Yeah. So Neil Neil Sperry is recommending uh, dwarf uh, crepe myrtles to replace roses up in Dallas. Oof. Yeah. And so well, you know they're having such a big problem with that uh, rose disease uh-huh. up there. And. Uh, because he's always he's been. He's about the closest thing that'll that'll bloom as much as uh, as a as a knockout roses. That's almost blasphemy, it's, isn't it's, it? It's dwarf crepe, the the really super dwarf crepe myrtles. Are they he, seeing? He uh, named the are, they, are they seeing that much problem on knockouts that that it's? Oh, or is yeah. it just getting ready for worse in Dallas? Oh, it's wiped them out up there. Ah. Wow. It's it's a disaster up there. So, uh, I, I don't I, think we've seen no, it here. No, 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 nobody can yeah. figure why it's so bad up in Dallas and, and not uh, not that bad down uh-huh. here. It's a, it's a weird thing. 
Maybe it has to do with traffic or something, you think, Mel? Oh, uh, well, we <laughs> got pretty good traffic down yeah, here. Yeah, we're too. doing okay traffic-wise. Not as bad as Dallas, though. Hey, Rob's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Rob, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, great. Uh, th- thank you for your show. I've got a, a, a kind of question about, bought some fir trees, about six of them, planted them in New Braunfels, uh, the home is in New Braunfels, and they're starting to turn brown on the bottom. Is that typical? Is that from mite or over, over well, you know, uh, too, too much water from the rains or, or what is, what's causing that? What, what kind of, what kind of tree that? did you, what kind of tree fir. did you say they were? Like a fir tree? What kind they of fir, like though? Like, uh, what kind? That's a good, they look like Christmas trees. Uh, Deodor cedar or? Black um, green. I'm sorry. Hmm. It's, uh, I, you know, honestly, it's an, it's an evergreen tree that looks like a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Well. And, uh, talking about the Arizona cypress. Now, yeah, the, the, uh, one, a Christmas tree... Some of them are well adapted, and some of them aren't. Um, can, you, can you describe it? It was a kind of are the needles long or are they short? Long, real long. Um, uh, uh, sorry, I can't tell you the genus and species on those. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, um, the, you bought them as fur, F I R. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, the fir, the Christmas tree firs were mostly cut trees. Yeah. The ones that were with the roots on, Aleppo pine, Italian stone pine. Um, what else, Jerry? Deodor ja- cedar. Japanese. Arizona cypress. Japanese could be oh, Japanese pine. Yeah, I mean, Long needles would be Aleppo or Italian or Japanese, unless it was... Uh, Elderica. Virginia or something that was. Yeah, Elderica short needle. Oh, yeah. Well, I wish I could um, be more specific, but, but they're turning brown. Is that, is that, uh, how, how long have they been, happened? how long have they been turning brown? When did you plant them, first of all? Christmas? When did you about plant them? Months, about, about two months ago. Oh, it's okay. been happening for about, within the last two weeks, they're all turning brown on the bottom. Okay. Not How'd just you one water? Of them. How have, have you been? Have you been watering them? Just How have you been watering them? Are you there, Rob? Well, with, 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 with the water hose, just just just. Uh, no, no. How often? Water hose at the base. Uh, at the base, yes. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah, how, that would be the usual. The usual thing would be if you. They have a real small root ball, so they'd have to be watered frequently at the base. They got a huge top to, to support. Right. That would be the usual usual thing. Um, but it wouldn't be like yeah. mite, or it wouldn't be like some sort of a parasite or something causing that, would it? Or no, no, it no. wouldn't be fast. I think part of the, their frustration is it. Is the answer will depend a little on the variety that it well, is. It depend a lot on the variety. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were in a container up until then. Yes. Okay. And how big a container? Like five gallons or? 
Well, I like a, I like a, I don't know, a five gallon, not five gallon container. Yeah, maybe maybe three, maybe three gallons. You, uh, you planted, you planted them yourself, right? In other yes, words, you didn't have a commercial person plant them. No, no, done so they're in a smaller container. Yeah, and how how tall were they? Did you say? About five how feet. tall did you? Five About feet. About five feet each. Yes, sir. How how far do you live from Millburgers? Would it be helpful it's in New if you Braunfels. brought a little? It, it, it's, it's oh, you're in New Braunfels, Braunfels so, that's right. New Braunfels, so okay. it's just, you know, down 35, 1604. Okay, that's okay. I think it has to do with the water, because oh. you planted them in the hottest part of the summer, two months ago. Um, and, is there some uh, kind of minerals? We, is it, is it, are they depleted with some sort of mineral or something maybe we, we could add to it or anything like that? No. No, what no, you what you need to what you need to do when you water it? How often do you what did you say you were watering? Whenever whenever it's real dry, yeah, I say maybe no, every, every no, other no. day. No, you need to water it at least twice, twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. And you need to put the, you need to apply the water at the base of the plant and right where it runs run slowly soaks into the into the ground. Maybe leave it there. Slow running uh, for at least thirty minutes. Okay. Uh, okay. You, in other words, that that plant has not established a root system yet. You got it. In other got words, it. It, can't, it can't get out and and get get. Uh, so basically, you're watering it like it's still in the nursery can. Okay. Okay. And so yes, what sir. you what you've done is dried that down. And uh, but if if it's still green on the top and everything, you 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 probably had lost a tree, but you need to start this yeah, water. It'll, even it'll, even okay. in, even when it's even when it. In other words, you've got to make sure that water gets into that root system. Of that containerized or that containerized plant. Yes, sir. So even even if it's flooding out everywhere else. Um, you know, you need to make sure that that plant is watered at the at the base. And Jerry, as okay. Jerry said, though, is if you water it like that, and if they're still green, it'll probably perk up. If they're one okay. of those well-adapted Christmas trees that we were talking about. All right, good luck. All right, sir, and just, and just leave the brown stuff there. We we don't need to trim that off. Just leave it. Just leave no, it like it no, is, I would. Right? I'd wait a little while. Okay. It's, right, it's not going to green. It's not going. It's not going to green back up. But uh, I, I wouldn't cut it out off yeah. on a small okay. tree like that. I appreciate your Bye. your great advice. Okay, Thanks, thank Rob. you for calling. Bye bye. Thank All you. Right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm sure Milton's talking about uh, the moms. Uh, mm-hmm. The first. Uh, first. Uh, First mention of uh, fall garden mums uh, are here. Yeah, they're on sale, and uh, they've got that great <laughs> sale on uh, Myers lemon and Mexican lime, forty percent off. Yeah, it's terrific. It's uh, what does it add up to? It's like twenty-two something. Yeah, for a big container. Twenty-two eighty-eight. Yeah, you're not going to beat those for a, an interesting, productive. Backyard plant. What you say? Yours are blooming and My, fragrant uh, all yeah, over the Yeah, the Meyer lemons started to bloom again, and they've and they've got 
fruit on them that is, is about lime-sized. Yeah. At right now, and uh, but blooming, fragrant bloom, attractive plant, good foliage. Um, so, yeah, they're they're interesting. Mexican limes are. Uh, I had to plant new ones this spring, but they're they've really adapted to their container and they're they're growing. I've got a, I think I got one piece, one fruit that set there, but they I started completely from scratch. But uh, the li- the lemons lost their foliage, but they're back in production now. But these uh, next. Next spring, well, you might even get a few blooms now, but next spring you'll really get some production. You do have to be prepared to protect them from severe cold. What do we estimate, Jerry? 20, 28 degrees? Yeah. It's a good, like good idea to protect them. But uh, this last last couple of freezes that we've had uh, didn't even bother uh, uh, Meyer Lemon. I was... I was uh, I was impressed with how how much coal it could actually take. Yeah, mine got mine property. got defoliated, but came back. So. Yeah, uh, and and fruited that same year. That's what's so in, uh, un, uh, yeah, interesting yeah. and unusual. Uh, I was um, at a restaurant uh, last week, and of course the lantana is blooming its brains out all over the all over town. Uh, it's really putting on a show. It's got enough water, moisture, and everything else. But they had lantana in front of the uh, in front of the restaurant there, and it was only blooming around the side, around the uh, around the base of the of the kind of at the base of the of plant of lantana. The main body of the plant was not blooming at all. What was and it? New gold. The lantana. Lace bug. Huh. The, was that from shade or what? No, lace bugs. Oh, lace bugs. Okay. And uh, hey, we need to take a quick break. So hang on to your lace bugs. All right, three zero eight. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, nope stop it. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. So give us a call and be a part of the show at three zero eight. 8867. Back after this on 9.30 a.m. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we await your call at 308-8867. That's 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. Tell us what's going on in your gardening yeah, world. Tell, can we ask uh, folks out there if they're seeing monarch butterflies? Uh, I've seen a couple in my yard the last two days, so... Um, you are seeing them, you know. There's there's tons of those queens, which are a little smaller. They look like monarchs, but but it's real obvious when there's a monarch there. They're much bigger, um, slower flying. Uh, so let us know, and uh, the hopefully all, all your milkweeds are blooming, 
and your mist flowers, they've all responded, really responded well to the rain. Oh, yeah. So everything in the, and the porter weed is going strong. <laughs> Hummingbirds are going after it. And zinnias, zinnias, of course, are, are uh, booming up a storm, too. So the lots of uh, lots of choices for the monarchs and the other butterflies that are everywhere. Hey, we got Iris on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Iris. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. You may have already answered this question, but I've not been able to get reception where I am. So I was wondering uh, regarding uh, a couple of large I'm I'm in calling from Victoria, first of all. So the hurricane, yeah, the hurricane totally stripped the leaves, totally, from shrimp plants and some yellow jasmine and, well, and several other things. So they are just basically stems. Should we just leave them? Are they going to come back? Should we wait or should we cut them now? There are no leaves. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what do we got? They will relief shrimp plant. Shrimp plant? Shrimp plant will relief. Oh, but, they will. Uh, okay. Yeah, they'll relief. But uh, which will be a relief, Milton. Ah! ah. Uh, That's Good. Don't that don't encourage good. him. Don't encourage I, I him. I like that comment. <laughs> It'll be a relief. So shrimp plant. And what then, was the uh, other? The jasmine. A yellow jasmine. We used what? to call it a cape jasmine, but a yellow jasmine. It looks a lot Jesmine, like jasmine. Yeah. Looks like a blue plumbago, but it blooms yellow. You know, I mean, it's very similar style of plant. All right. Uh, I think both of those are a relief. Now I'm, I'm going back and forth in my mind to, to uh, on the shrimp plant. Should uh, be a short. We, right? yeah, yeah. You you could uh, cut that in half or something. Yeah, they will cut, cut it back into the third, and it'll make a more compact yeah, plant. If if it's established, it certainly will come back from the roots too. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, they've been so there. I, they, they they lived there many years. So you're saying cut both back to about oh, half? Oh yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay, that's both. Yeah. And that, 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 they'll come, they'll come back in a hurry because they've got plenty of soil moisture and. Uh, How did they get defoliated? A hurricane. Oh um, darn hurricane! Uh, or whatever yes. it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it it just totally stripped, and I didn't know whether to just cut them down to the bottom. But you've answered my question. We'll cut them to half while we've got some help here. Yeah, as long as, long as there's the the half is sturdy, whole foliage, well, not there, stripped. Yeah. Well, it's just but, stems. I mean, it's all stems. But they were about, I'd say, four feet tall. So they were they've been there for years. So they're not new planting yeah. at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna come back in yeah, a hurry. They'll, at the very least, they'll come back from the roots. So. But I well, think yeah, Jerry, Jerry's right. I think uh-huh. both of them will be. Ah. Now she's playing along with what her. She, uh, she said, "That's a relief." <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Iris. You're encouraging <laughs> them now. Yeah. We've asked you not to. Listen, <laughs> I, I know it, I, it happens with well, that. That's the only thing I can ask now. We don't need to be any watering. We've uh, treated for mosquitoes, so 
we will uh, we okay. will get through this. So thank you so very you much for it. your help. You betcha. Right. Thanks, Iris. Thanks. Thanks. Good luck, Iris. Yeah, we're thinking about you. Yeah, thanks for your encouragement, too. All right, to other Thank folks. Thank you so much. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. And you call any time, Iris, 308-8867. All right, uh, what else you got going on? You want to talk about your leaf miners or your leaf uh, hoppers? Oh, well, he was talking you? about... Uh, uh, no, no, it wasn't. It was lace bugs. Lantana that and lace bugs. was blooming out uh, on the outer That's edge, a, but the lace bugs got the interior. Right. Yeah, so that, that, that that's interesting how that uh, it doesn't affect. Uh, I mean, these were these were big plants. Uh-huh. These were big plants, bigger than this table that we're sitting at. And uh, wherever the lace bugs were on the foliage, didn't bloom. Uh-huh. But where it wasn't on the same plant, it bloomed. So they must they must secrete a toxin or something that uh, well and then the other the other if 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 they I just noticed that mine really responded to like the August seventh with new growth new mm-hmm. and new blooms so it's almost like two different plants you know here's the yeah here's the remnants the plant that I put up with the three months of a hundred degrees and then here's the new happy-go-lucky yeah. plant in cool weather with with lots of rain. But I was trying to think of when lace bugs, uh, quite often they'll take the whole plant, you know, right, even yeah. a nice thick plant. Yeah. Yeah. But with the weather, I guess that erratic weather we had, a whole bunch of combinations there. Yeah, but it was, it was weird uh, to see that on the same plant. Maybe it's like aphids. Some of them got, actually got washed off. Yeah. Uh, I got my new um, Milberger's uh, newsletter. Newsletter, for September, and it got a good article uh, in there by uh, Dr. Finch, um, "The Secrets of to Fall Roses," and we mentioned that in the newspaper. On his dig in now, it says. Prepare roses for fall growth by removing dead stems to open up the middle of the plant. Provide a half cup of slow-release lawn fertilizer to each plant. You know, the one thing I didn't mention, which you two talked about last time, was that you can potentially remove a third of that that foliage if it's gotten real large. Um, I I think of it as a as a time not to prune very much. Prune, when you're making your decisions, prune less rather than more. But the fertilizer and getting them ready for that growth, which yeah. ought to start with that rain and the cool weather. Are you yeah. getting blooms on yours? The ones that Laura went yeah. savage on, they're all blooming with nice yeah. big blooms. And Are they big blooms? Yeah. I'm submitting have started, but they're still kind of the remnant blooms. And now she's like looking for more things to prune. Wait a minute. She's like, she's looking at that poor plant shaking. <laughs> I could take off that limb. Mm-hmm. You know what you need to get her? Uh, remember Bonnie um, Hammett, my second wife, her, her, she was a pruning. It was great, you know, it was great because I planted and she took care of everything and pruned. But she got a hold of one of those. Uh, Machines that grind up the stems. Oh, that oh, was wow. an error. Shredder. 
shredder. I mean, she. she I thought she was going to decorate it and everything. I mean, it seemed like she had to use it every day, and I, oh. I, I even thought about a few times that maybe I could just disable it so she wouldn't be because she's looking for raw material out there to prune something must need to be pruned today you know that's the way laura looks at that rose now that now that now that it's blooming and looking good has lots of new growth on it she's like okay all right i I should prune some more if a little bit was good a lot is better but anyway that rose is shaking you can it's not the wind (laughs) calvin writes in in the newsletter which, by the way, you can get. They can. They'll mail it to you, or you can get it off the uh, off the internet mm-hmm. in color. But if they mail it to you, it's in black and white. You can go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about both of those. Any way you want to get it. I think they've got one of my pictures in there. All right. Of uh, Blender's Dream Rose. Certainly not mine. And basically uh calvin talks about uh fall pruning is not as ex- extensive as spring pruning simply remove the dead wood the dead wood that's in the road cross branches that are rubbing and any branches that interfere with your ability to work around the plant and then uh, that's that's the main pruning that you'll do and then uh spread uh one cup of a 1959 lawn fertilizer. Uh, special rose foods are available, but slow-release lawn fertilizers work equally as well. And one. then spread that one cup uh, on the soil around the plant out about two feet. And one cup is in. quite a bit. Half, yeah. half to one cup. Doesn't hurt it, but... No. And especially if it's slow-release fertilizer. Yeah. And that in that case, you you definitely don't want it against the the plant, even slow release lawn. Spread it out over the root system. Yeah. And they uh, roses have a nice shallow root system that really takes advantage of nutrients that are available. And then the second application can be applied again in early October. Um. Then. Then, depending on the rows that you're growing, they're susceptible to insect and disease damage, and so you want to protect them with. Uh, if if you want if if you don't have something like uh, uh, Belinda Dream or Grandma's Yellow or Katie Road or Knockout, Katie Rose or Knockout or something like that, so you need to protect them with a. Uh, weekly in, insecticide and fungicide uh, spray. And uh, you said organic gardeners can use a combination of sulfur, neem oil, and spinosad. Uh, and then the old traditional is uh, uh, triforine is the... Right, fungicide. The fungicide yeah. and acephate is the insecticide so find you probably a lot of rose growers have already found some new products with those with those ingredients in there both of those work real well right all right 308 308 so how do they get that 8867 that newsletter they can call in the office I mean, call in the nursery. If, if you don't have the internet, you can call the nursery at 497 3760. 497 
888-298-3760. If you do have Internet, go to millburgernursery.com where you can get the digital newsletter or the, uh, uh, the printed version mailed to you. Uh, but they'll take care of you one way or another. Uh, or even better. What? Come on in the nursery. You can get a copy while you're here, too. There you go. Nice job, And Calvin. it's right, right on, the, on the wall, and then you can see everything we've been talking about. And uh, they, they're talking about, uh, uh, they have my uh, September gardening and lawn tips uh, section in there. And uh, under fall color, we talk about uh, adding compost and fertilizer to the flower beds uh, for a little extra kick that tired flowers need. And then add some uh, color such as ornamental kale, calendulas, dianthus, fall aster, and phlox. Uh, Now, that's later on in September, I think. Because uh, I don't think the hot weather's over yet. I think we're probably going to have a few hot spells, and uh, and especially especially uh, uh, I'm, I'm pansies don't don't get a kick out of that. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, hold back on the pansies and the cyclamen for sure. Right. I am uh, getting my bed ready. Um, my target date for uh, broccoli and uh, the coal crops and carrots and everything is uh, uh, the weekend the, the week after the 15th of September mm-hmm. so all that stuff um, and sometimes things like lettuce or carrots beets you may have to replant if, the, if it's too warm or you just wait a while longer but it won't be long the broccoli you does pretty well if you put yeah. a transplant and if you hadn't done so yet uh uh, you you need to start as a hummer, hummingbird. He went. He came to that uh, diet, uh, that uh, salvia there, and then they, he wasn't very happy with that and flew away. But uh, the, if uh, you want to look at your uh, flowering uh, uh, summer annuals. Uh, uh, the one that comes to mind is begonias. That's the one I, uh, and, uh, well, I've got begonias in kind of a shady spot. And, uh, I've, I've, I've discussed how drought tolerant those things are. But they get leggy. Periodically, they get leggy. Do you, do you tip prune your, uh, your, uh, those whoppers? Whopper begonias? No, or, not. Or you just let them hang over. Yeah, the they do. They get now. When you have a rainstorm and winds like we do, depending on how much shelter they're in, yeah, they break. Yeah, some yeah. of them break off. Yeah, begonias so are real brittle. Yeah. Now, with the one, the coleus, I, I do snip off the blooms of the mm-hmm. coleus to keep that under control. So, Jerry, what's the, there's always the tough decision to make in the fall. The zinnias and the begonias, coleus are all looking so good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to use this as a tease to get your response in a minute because Carol's okay. on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. How can and we help you? I have, I have three questions. I live okay. in Bernie, 
Uh, and I have in the ground uh, some zinnias, and this is the first year that I've really had good luck with them. And they are blooming well, but some of them have just dry leaves on them and then some of them got black spots on the underside of the leaf and I cut those out but is there a way to prevent that what is it zinnias is that what you're Zin- saying yes and what, and what is the problem it's a that must be black. powder or mildew mildew well I, think I don't that's know mildew. yeah I think okay, that's mildew like, okay is there a way to prevent that not not really that's uh that's one of the motivations for these new the new hybrids like uh, Dreamland, uh, okay. because it's it's much more resistant. What I, Dreamland? What I, do, yeah, what you can. Um, what I do is I let them reseed and then I just pull, and then I let them decline and I just pull the ones that are are uh, have the most mildew. Uh, but I, I'm lucky, and in, in my bed there's plenty of open air, and so I have less of that than some gardeners do. But, but that's a that that's a common zinnia problem. That's why. Okay. That's, so you can, I I don't think you can treat them. I I've just never heard of it working with a fungicide or anything. So, so you just kind of pull the plants that get it really tough. When they get to the point when they're just ugly, or you do what you're doing, kind of deadheading and take the some of the bad leaves out until they get to the point that uh, that plant goes, and then another plant can fill in for it. Okay, because I, I have deadheaded a lot of them and saved them um, for reseeding, especially the colors that I particularly like. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't like those. shade. Yeah, part of part of uh, mildew. They they really get mildew in the shade. Okay, okay. Um, I will remember that for planting next year. Uh, My next question. There, there is a fun. uh, You ever sprayed yours? No, I never do. No. Okay. But uh, is there one that works? Uh, Chlorothalonol. Trick and try it. You could try that. Yeah. uh, Okay. uh, Let's see. What's that so less? Dacanil. Dacanil. D-A-C-O-N-I-M. Okay, I'll remember that. Okay. All right. that's, that's good for tomatoes and all, all false oh. problems. Okay. So you can uh, use my, it on everything. Next question. Uh, next question is, I have some fanic flocks in a bricked-in planter, which is about mm, 5 feet by 15 feet, and they are doing so well they are beautiful fragrant and i absolutely love them but they're getting so thick um when can i transplant them or dig them up or what are they just uh, flocks oh phoenix flocks yeah they're still blooming oh my gosh like crazy mine are yeah generally we wait until they quit blooming and then we um like October or November, we separate them and spread them out. So um, that would be the best time because they 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 go into kind of a dormant, you know, a less aggressive state when they've done blooming for the winter. Okay, just, and I can then transplant the, them. Oh yeah, 
okay. Yeah, that, they are, and that's a that's good. a good way to keep the bed uh, invigorated is to is to break some of the root groups into smaller pieces and spread them out. Yes, because it is really crowded now, but they are so beautiful. That sounds like a bit of bragging to me, Milton. That's okay. <laughs> I we'll, think that's what we'll it let is. Her, we'll, we'll let her brag. Yeah. And I even How big is your bed? Flowers. How big is my what? My bed the is bed, about the... five by fifteen. Wow! Can you can you smell the that lilac like fragrance yes. ways away? Oh yes. wow! And I I cut them and use them for cut flowers in the house. Ooh, and, that's cool. Uh, yes, it really is. Uh, they're just beautiful. Yeah. What uh, was your third question? My third question has to do with my Satsuma orange. I planted a Meyer lemon and, or I didn't plant, I bought a Meyer lemon and a Satsuma orange about the same time, about five years ago. The lemon produces, um, oh, I don't know, about 12 lemons every year. And I transplanted it last fall into a very large container, and it's just continued to go on and do well. The orange that I transplanted into the same size container and the same soil did not produce anything and acted like it was dead, but I kept watering it and fertilizing it, and it's put on leaves. Is there a chance that it will uh, produce any more oranges? Yeah, you don't know which kind of orange it is, do you? It's a satsuma. Oh, satsuma? Uh Uh-huh. You know the 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 lemon and the lemons and limes are perfectly content to grow in a container. Uh, the satsuma is less content. I've got I, I've got a couple in containers and and they're um, they have a little more t- trouble uh, having a nice shaped plant and uh, producing. Uh, and how big is the container? Is that whiskey well, barrel size? Yes, it's it's about that size, maybe a tad smaller, yeah. but it's it's the you know the big. Yeah, one. I think I think you can count on it to have um, more fruit, but uh, a satsuma is more comfortable in the soil than, and and okay. part of it is too that it's got more uh, cold tolerance, so it doesn't, you know, you can let it get a little bigger, but. Uh, it will it will grow. I've got at least uh, got at least one that does is pretty consistent producer in a container, but uh, generally they they do better in a in the soil than they do in a container. Okay, I'll remember that then. Uh, maybe right. give it maybe give it another chance this spring. Right. But your your lemon will love your lemon will love it and do fine. Well, my lemon puts on what must be, well, I won't say millions, but it puts out so many blooms. But, you know, after it has its chance to slough and do whatever it does, I end up with about 10 or 12. And, I mean, it's not a humongous plant, but, um, you know, I water it faithfully. I don't soak it because I understand they don't like it. How much are you fertilizing it? I put in, um, I've got some um, citrus fertilizer, and I've used that, and I've used has to grow, and I'm using the has to grow more and more consistently every couple of weeks. I do yeah, a. Yeah, because mine, mine produces about 30 
30 lemons in a half whiskey barrel. Oh, and okay. And it's about oh, three, and a, three and a half feet uh, tall, or taller than the barrel and and three and a half feet wide. So, uh, so if it's not if yours isn't growing that big, you maybe want to try a little more potent fertilization program. Okay, would Here, you suggest the uh, has to grow or the um, citrus grass? Has to has to grow as a it's one that dissolves in water, right? Right. I would I would use sit- some. Yeah, I would use your citrus or osmocote fertilizer in the spring, and then your has to grow at least once a month would would be good. Okay, I remember Thanks, that. Carol. Yeah. We, we got to run to break. You bye bye, Carol. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you what's happening next Saturday at Millburgers. Next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be on hand, and he'll be covering Fall Vegetable Gardening Part 1 and 2. Cover the whole gamut from 1030 until noon. So... No reservation needed. Just come on out and enjoy it. Saturday, September 9th, David Rodriguez right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Bring a pen, paper, and lots of questions. And this Saturday when you come on out to Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some of your favorites. Like, you ready for this? Meyer Lemon and Mexican Lime on sale in the 12-inch pot. Regularly $39.99, now just $22.88. That's a savings of 40%. You'll save on Dwarf Katie Mexican Mexican Petunia, Lantana, and the Fall Mums are already here and already on sale. In the 6-inch pot for just $3.99 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Del Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Uh, Thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. Are you a caregiver? 
If not, chances are you know one. Every Sunday, tune in to Caregiver SOS On Air. Each week, nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron explore the issues faced by people caring for older loved ones. Together with their guests, Ron and Carol offer help and hope. Learn more this Sunday evening at 6 on Caregiver SOS On Air. Presented as part of the Caregiver SOS program by the WellMed Charitable Foundation and heard right here on 930 AM, The Answer. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. As Texas begins the long process of recovery from the catastrophe of Hurricane Harvey, Americans across the country should embrace four important lessons. First, let's acknowledge that government isn't always the enemy. And in emergencies like this one, government at the local, state, and federal levels has a crucial life-saving role to play. Second, we see that government alone isn't enough. Private businesses and countless individual volunteers proved indispensable for rescue and recovery. Third, in times of crisis, Our various divisions, racial, political, religious, matter far less than we thought. No one asked rescuers or the rescued about political affiliation or ethnic background when lives were at stake. Finally, the country can put aside its passionate disagreements and work together when it's necessary as we strive to return to normal life. And yes, after Harvey, we're reminded that normal life, whatever its shortcomings and frustrations, is worth defending and even cherishing in this phenomenally fortunate nation. I'm Michael Medved. Oh, yeah, I remember that. 308-8867. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Our number, 308-8867. And if you're outside of San Antonio, it's toll-free at 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um, I was hoping we get Trace on the on the mic in a minute. Meet a, that woman um, had a, sounds like she had a pretty detailed question. Uh, yeah. Do we not want to discuss it? No. Okay. That was a long, a long yeah. discussion. <laughs> and it was one of those ones where it didn't sound like she came away happy. No. Mine was, mine was, uh, sound like it was a little. Mine was a little uh, easier to come up with a concise answer from. Right. Well, Trace, what's going on? We had a good uh, uh, children's garden. Yeah, there was uh, quite a few young people down there learning, uh, learning how to. Did you give them a gift certificate or something? Each kid, no. each child. Oh, because there were some. There were kids up here. Maybe their parents did. They were making. They were making choices of all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's cool. You know, that's and that's why we duplicate this at home. We mentioned that uh, you should uh, call and make your reservations because they're always uh, the classes for the kids more than the adults have nice things that the kids walk away with. uh, So they want to know the number. And uh, I'm going to tell you that there's one coming up that I've already seen promoted on the website. It's at the end of the month. and that's the kids bonsai uh, that's coming up. And then on that one, you may want to call. Who's that going to teach that? Well, I'm trying Sherry? To, I'm trying to bring it up here. Let's see. My computer's. I'm so. Yeah, I think she's our bonsai lady. But uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Sherry. Didier. Yeah. Didier. Yeah. So um, that's one. What is that? September. It's the last, like the last. 30th. Week. Okay. Saturday, September 30th. From well, gosh. She's, t- she's top notch here. You know, the. Parents ought to sneak in on that one. Yeah, you, oh, may, you no. may want to rent a child so you can come to that one. But that's one where yeah, you're going to sit here and be quiet. I'm going to be busy listen, <laughs> listening to Sherry. She's the top. Well, by then, hopefully our maze will be up. Yeah, and, and then maybe the boom bounce will be up, yeah, too. Yeah, probably. Okay. 
Well, anyway, if you want your kids to go to the, the it's children's gardening class, it's on bonsai. So it's bonsai for kids, and so it's September 30th. But uh, call the nursery now at 497-3760 and get on the list. And why is that? Because uh, they need to get on the list because what? Oh, because uh, supplies and space are limited. And is that what you wanted me to read? And, and they have they furnish little trees. Yeah, each student plants and styles their own little juniper uh, <laughs> bonsai tree and takes it home. Takes wow. it home. That yeah, so so they need to know. And so on that one again, just because of that, and because it is such a cool class, call the nursery now and make your reservations at four nine seven three seven six zero. And we do have David out here, I believe, next uh, David's out next, next week. He sure is. We've been talking that's about the, that. That's the second tier after Sherry. David, yeah. Well, David's open to the public, and, and all he does is give you good information, so we don't have to uh, have a, a reservation for that one. David's next week? Yes, yeah, he is. September 9th, Saturday, starts at 1030. Vegetable Fall Vegetable Gardening 1 and 2 combined. So this was the last weekend's, and it'll be combined with this one, so it'll be lots of good knowledge. <laughs> And that's a that's probably the last you want you want to if you're going to put fall tomatoes in you want to pick them up that day at the latest or sooner if you can, and of course there's a huge selection of the one gallons here, but there's also the four inch four and a half inch for those fast varieties that Jerry mentioned, mm-hmm. Roma Surprise, um, Ruby Crush, Ruby Crush, Surefire. Lavaca. There you go. So those 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 are going to make it the medium size and small fruit, and then if you want the bigger fruit, get the larger size plants. You've sold a lot of tomatoes, haven't you? Quite a few. I noticed you cleared this table off. It was this first table, and got a lot more gallons in this week. Yep, we did, and that's that's where it's heading. I was telling folks that my, my tomatoes have started setting fruit. And my plants are about the same size as these one gallon. So you, you ha- if you get the one gallon, you really haven't lost any time. Get those in, and they're they're ready to take advantage of this cool nights and uh, more, more rain forecast. Yeah, all blooms are are setting fruit. Uh, somebody called me the other day and was wanting to know how how to pollinate tomatoes. You know how to. How to ensure that they they get pollinated? Get pollinated properly. Did you tell them to spin around three times and spit <laughs> into the wind? I told them, well, they're they're wind pollinated, so you don't really have to worry about insects or or whatever. And, but they were uh, thinking uh, they yeah. they weren't setting fruit. Huh? Yeah, but mainly you have to this cool weather, especially at nighttime temperatures. Yeah, gonna, I would. I would do the trick. I think it'd be a good bet to, to think that you're, you'll see fruit set the next three or four days. Oh yeah, if uh, your plant's been blooming, because because they, they went through a a week of co- cool weather so far. And some of these fast maturing varieties, uh, I was noticed that Ruby Crush, some of the first plants you brought, uh, they were full bloom. They are. Just full of blooms. So they'll. Are they getting fruit? Set, yeah, sending fruit. Yet. I didn't. I didn't look that close, but, but they, I, they should have fruit. And I was surprised that, uh, let's see, uh, some of the some of the tomato varieties uh, have have the wide blooms. Didn't seem. I mean, the leaves leaves would didn't seem to be affected by the heat. But they're 
Uh, they they are some of the bigger varieties, and it's kind of like they're taking their time and ignoring the, the weather out there where those faster BHN 968 and Ruby Crush have the leaves are really thinned out, and they're still putting on a lot of growth. Yeah. But they should they should thicken up, widen out, and be ready for action in the next three or four days. Well, bloom drop, it, and when you first plant tomatoes, is not the worst thing in the world that can happen to you because it gives the plant a little time to establish a root system before it uh, has to deal with uh, sizing, setting and sizing fruit. Some little fertilization yeah. ahead of time or slow-release lawn fertilizer is always good. Absolutely. All right, 308-8867. Let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call at 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you what's happening next Saturday at Millburgers. Next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be on hand, and he'll be covering Fall Vegetable Gardening Part 1 and 2. Cover the whole gamut from 1030 until noon. So, no reservation needed. Just come on out and enjoy it. Saturday, September 9th, David Rodriguez right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Bring a pen, paper, and lots of questions. And this Saturday, when you come on out to Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some of your favorites. Like, you ready for this? Meyer lemon and Mexican lime on sale in the 12-inch pot. Regularly $39.99, now just $22.88. That's a savings of 40%. You'll save on Dwarf Katie, Mexican Petunia, Lantana, and the Fall Mums are already here and already on sale. In the 6-inch pot for just $3.99 at Millburgers Landscape. Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune in to Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hugh Hewitt sees an epidemic coming from 24-hour news. I really do believe that the culture of cable news is killing the ability to have a conversation and is fueling anger, as Twitter does, as social media does. It's not President Trump's exclusive domain to tweet out 
at people. It happens a lot. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe values are the issue? The Answer. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device. Type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Download the app and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson chimp bubbles is now an artist seling paintings for up to $2,000. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chip for two grand. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 930 AM, the answer, our number 308-8867. 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Some of the plant questions in our in our new Milber, September Millburger Landscape and Nursery newsletter. Uh, one is, when, when can we divide our Dutch Irish rhizomes? And uh, the answer is, the ideal time to thin out Irish is November. But they're not fussy about the timing. Uh, it is great if you can plant the removed lager rhizomes right after they are dug, but they can survive in a paper sack for a year or more if they, if it is necessary. Did you write that, Kevin? I did write that. Uh, <laughs> a year in a paper sack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I've got a bunch that I planted, and they're doing fine. Oh, okay. Uh, then it says, uh, my lemons are golf ball size, but they're already turning yellow. Uh, now, a golf ball size lemon turning yellow, I'm yeah. thinking it's getting ready to fall off. Well, that was... Almost sound, sound like fruit, that, that may, fruit thinning. That, that, that's not a recent article. It may have been uh, uh, okay. last year or... A different year. A different year. Can I apply a fertilizer before they need to be harvested? No, it's too late to affect the size for this year. I imagine that was you. You said that was a, probably a crop with uh, yeah, lot extra fruit. You said next year thin your fruit when it's dime size to one fruit every eight inches on the tree. The Meyer lemon will produce a baseball size fruit. If they are thin, well fertilized and watered, uh, I imagine at this time of the year, I'm I'm trying to think of, in my Can mind if, if if thinning would help at this time of the year. I guess it would. I guess thinning always helps. I helped. I put uh, I just gave everybody uh, um, 
soluble fertilizer, last dose of soluble fertilizer. Okay. Whether, yeah, I think some plants benefited more by it than others, but, uh, oh, like, you know, like the, Mex- the Mexican limes and uh, some of the satsumas that were trying to get some foliage back. Right, yeah. So I'm not sure those, those that were loaded. I've only got one satsuma that's got a lot of fruit on it and two lemons. No, the grapefruits don't have anything. My satsumas are doing pretty good with their fruit. One, once I figured out to water them during the, during the dry weather, uh, thanks to my Asian jasmine ground cover. But uh, I, th- I think that it would be good for your satsuma or your lime or what, lemon or whatever if you just got a, a tremendous amount, especially on small trees. If you got a tremendous amount of fruit, any time that you can thin that fruit, with, rather than letting it well, mature up, that's one, one of the good health, reasons too. The health of the tree. Yeah, it's good. one of the good reasons too to use that fruit as you can. Those lemons, uh, Judy and I have harvested lemons that are one third size or one half size, uh, just because we've had a lot of them and. We're looking for a lemon flavor, and it, you know, it's a little more potent than they. Yeah, yeah. Well, quite a bit more potent than they are when they're fully ripe, but still tastes good and good for cooking, good in uh, drinks, mixed drinks. And uh, everybody's talking about it's time to pry, apply a pre-emergent herbicide like Dimension, Amaze, or XL if you want to prevent winter weeds in your lawn. Annual weeds such as bed straw, dandelions, rescue grass, annual bluegrass, beggar's lice, and thistle can be prevented. And uh, Neil Spear also mentioned that in his uh, weekly uh, newsletter that uh, it's getting time and, and probably close to past time to apply pre-emergent herbicides such as Dimension, Amaze, and Excel. And uh, my the 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 begalice is the old begalice is still hanging around my dogs uh, in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, I still seeing it. You know they uh, well so far I was gonna say this. The one good thing about this year was that the not very many sandburrs. But then I think with let's see, we got rain. September, October. We could still get some sandburrs. Yeah, with all that rain, I, I bet they're gonna come up now. Pretty, you seen pretty, pretty severe. Some, uh, and of course they've had so much rain in Wilson County. They may not have. Yeah, that's true. May have as not as many, or more have more. Yeah, but if they got other competing, sandbirds really aren't good competitors. So if your lawn is is growing strong, you generally don't have very many sandbirds. But on a sandy soil, it's tough to keep a lawn lush. Yeah, and that's. Perfect place for sandburrs. They they got a nice little right up there on uh, uh, this week in the garden in today's uh, paper, my essay paper, uh, and they got a real nice right up. And I'm I'm glad to see them calling it Gold Star Esperanza. I think Tracy Lehman put that in there, or rather than just Esperanza. 
uh, and that that'll avoid the problem of uh, getting these Esperanza. However, the, the Esperanza that hasn't bloomed so far this summer, and you're concerned about it, should start blooming in earnest in in the next uh, two it. to three August weeks. August is done. Uh, I, I mean, in, in in September. September, yeah, and and, uh, and October. So, because they're fall bloomers, the the ones that are the rogues, so to speak. But uh, I think most people have figured out that uh, on a, to get Gold Star Esperanza and the one that's blooming in the small containers. So, uh, Neil Spear had a few questions in there about uh, all of uh, most of which can be. Uh, uh, solved by using our stump and vine killer, uh, which he doesn't seem to. He, well, he yeah he does not familiar with that. Said uh, I have wild morning glories taking over my landscape. How can I kill the many vines? And uh, basically, you just cut them off at the base, and use some of that uh, stump and vine killer, and that'll. That'll get back to that main root. Yeah. Now, I cut some really, some china berry and some hackberries and mulberries that were uh, oh, three, three inches in diameter. And uh, I'm try- I put some, I put vine and stump killer on that to see how well that works. Oh, you, yeah. You know, whether, you know, works really well in one inch diameter, does it? Work just as well in three-inch diameter. I think it will. If you, yeah, if you get it on there, you, know, you always are wondering because it, you know, the proportion of the whole stump that is actually yeah. vascular system, it's more, but it's uh, the total percentage is so much less. It's just amazing that that little bit of chemical can flow into that root system. Yeah, but the stuff works. Yeah. Uh, you, you do have to take, you know, you, when you prune, you have to take the time to apply it as you move along. So it's a little slower, but if yeah, you, if you don't have to. it's a one-time deal. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have, have to cut three times or four times a year. That saves a lot of time. Yeah. All right, 308-8867. Probably can sneak one more call in if you wanted to have a question answered at 308-8867. Uh we're also talking about on the roses to to deadhead them, and we we talk about cutting out the the uh, the dead branches or the rubbing branches. But you also want to cut back the uh, cut cut any uh, hips, any hip, rose hips or anything like that, and old blooms, old spent blooms. Cut them cut them back considerably. Back to maybe the three. So if they had if they had kind of those kind of uh, really small blooms and ragged looking blooms, remnants of the growing in the heat and all, think you would you cut them all cut them all off? And, yeah. And so that you'd end up like uh, wait, wait. Laura's pruning, yeah. With yeah, the, the the blooms are, are you thin the blooms. 
for the for the bigger you know to 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 funnel their energies into the bigger blood. Yeah, and if you f- fertilize them, uh, they're you know they're ready for action. They're ready for new growth, and and uh, certainly the the blooms are prettier if they're if they're the new growth for the fall. Yeah, I uh, I had a had a first question on on uh, some worms, uh, caterpillars bothering tomatoes, fall tomatoes. Huh. And uh, they want to know what to spray, what to spray on them. And I told them to go use the BT Bacillus product. And uh, that should take care of any, I don't know what particular kind of worm they were talking about, but they said it it uh, discolored the leaf and it almost sounded like a, it's pupating under the, you know, huh. uh, with that was, webbing over the over the. Yeah, water. I was I was thinking that you know now there's a real sensitivity to to BT now because of our uh, liking butterflies and wanting to encourage them, but it's still one of the best. You know, it's limited. You you apply it to where the damage is. Yeah, you, it's a target. Yeah, you target, target and you're getting the tomato hornworms or whatever it is, so that's targeted. And there's no staying powder. No. I mean, it's like five days or seven days, and there's no general uh, impact. Now, there doesn't affect the butterflies themselves. No. And none of the butterflies lay their eggs on tomatoes other than the, the moths that are. So, you, you you know, if you're careful and you diagnose uh, the issue right, uh, you're not threatening your your butterflies by spraying your tomatoes for uh, caterpillars, hornworms, or whatever it is. Yeah, and, uh, of course, uh, September is the time that uh, you start thinking about planting the cold crops like broccoli and spinach and cabbage and cauliflower and and all the cold, C-O-L-E. That's the real gardening time in San Antonio. And the cool season vegetables. Uh, so September is the time to do that. Um, I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. I'm reading this uh, September gardening and lawn care t- and I say, protect young seedlings from the hot sun. Oh, so I, what are you I out there? Good are you out you. there with an umbrella holding yeah, it over them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old sheer curtains do a great job. Uh, yeah. That looks really wonderful to the neighbors. <laughs> but what, didn't we, we, don't we, care somebody, about, we don't care about the look. Yeah, we had garden. somebody call in, and what was it? Oh, they were using newspapers or something for for uh, shade. Yeah, they, they were putting, uh, they said General Dave Thomas uh, recommended that. Yeah. That was last week. And, 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 I, use, and I thought they must be my, use, I've got some neighbors that have, have a real elaborate, Use newspapers and such, and but they weren't. But uh, within a day or so, I drove by and they were out in their garden and they were putting their putting newspapers the papers up. around. Yeah, yeah. That's an old Dave Thomas uh, oh. recommendation. All right, uh, guard number 308-8867, 308-8867. We've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, I want to remind you, Curtis should be happy. Uh, all that talk about the. Uh, Shrimp plant, uh, that shrimp plant he gave uh, me uh-huh. is going, oh, is growing it? strong, yeah. yeah. And also, uh, 
Of course, my the bloom of my coxcomb, celosia, um, broke off, but the plant itself is doing fine, and I expect it'll be blooming, blooming again. Cool. I'll have to check it out. We put everything against the house, and it's, it's still there. It's it was it was still in the container. Huh? Not still in the oh, container. Oh no, still in the container. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, we need to water it. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm sorry, Curtis. 308-8867, but you know what? I just realized we've only got about uh, 50 seconds left. So, That's right. Yeah, so don't call unless you want to just talk to Shemaya, <laughs> who's very nice, and he'll be happy to talk to you. And, well, you could cuss a couple of times if you called. I mean, everybody's been saying, oh, I thought Curtis might call you and say, you Milton, you've got to get those plants planted. <laughs> well, we, and that's why Jerry didn't take any because, you know, you, if you get them, you, Horticulture has his obligation to get them in the ground. That's right. It's the law not to plant them. Yeah. All right. Hey, don't forget uh, to find out about next week's upcoming uh, gardening workshop on fall vegetable gardening. Uh, it's going by going to millburgernursery.com. Dave Rodriguez will talk to us tomorrow about that. That's millburgernursery.com to find out more. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Shemaya, for doing a great job. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.